folks. This is uh, Robert Wilson with Caring Counseling. You have to think better in order to live better. And we are on a series about relationships. And we've been talking about love in the context of um, brotherly love, platonic love, love towards each other. Right, but now I am going to be talking about um, agape love in terms of marriage. Now, we all know agape love is divine love. It is unconditional love. This is the love that keeps bonds together. And the Bible says, Never separate as uh, nothing can separate us from the love of God. This is the strongest cohesive force that there is that keeps all relationships together. If somebody has this love, this love cannot be broken. It doesn't end. It's not something that can be upset. It transcends all emotions. And this is the kind of love that God has for us and the kind of love that God has deposited in our hearts. Now, you know when God said in Genesis 1, 27, 28, right? When, we, when God created man, in his own image, in the image of God, he created him male and female, he created them. And God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every loving thing that moves on the earth. Clearly, when God says, let them go forth and multiply, God is referring to procreation. That's procreation, meaning that uh, they, like God, in terms of imitating God, God has given man the ability to actually create. Right? The only difference is man cannot do it out of nothing. God can create something out of nothing. But this is one of the attributes of God which he's given to man. We call it procreation, to be able to reproduce and multiply. You know, let's, let's talk about our, our sex for... Uh, for a minute and people who get all spooked out and strange and weird when we uh, talk about sex but we have to because it is totally framed in a erroneous way within the context of our society sex has been reduced down to genitalia Sex is a lot more broader than that. Sex is a man and a woman in the context of a marriage enjoying a sunset together, 
a sunrise together, enjoying the beauty of all creation. When we start talking about sensual, sensual, of course, is a word now associated with sex. But the actual real meaning of that word is something to do, is a word that's to do with the senses, uh, the senses being stimulated, right? So anything sensual involves the mind, will, and the emotions, right? And so this is a big part of sex, stimulation, not just stimulation of the genitalia, but stimulation of different aspects of the senses. Sex is a very, very, very broad topic. And love, sex is a part of love, but there's so much more that goes into it than just that physical act. So, Sex is very, very broad. Love is a part of sex. When someone says making love, that is just a misnomer. Okay, I want I want to read something from Song of uh, Solomon, uh, uh, chapter eight, six to seven. Set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm, for love is strong as death. Jealousy is fierce as the grave. It flashes, its flashes are flashes of fire, the very flame of the Lord. Many waters cannot quench love, neither can floods drown it. If a man offered for love all the wealth of his house, he would be utterly despised. Well, love never fails. Love conquers all, right? Love, sex is a very, very small part of love. Love is the ocean and sex is just a, uh, a droplet of water. And, and so, but in this love and sex, a man come together. You know, it's intimacy is about knowing someone is about understanding someone in terms of the emotions, the affections. And, and that is consummated by the physical act of, of sex with the genitalia. That is how love is made. So making love, it can never ever be reduced down to just the act of physical sex. It's so much broader than that. Okay, so love is a cohesive force. It keeps a man and woman together in holy matrimony. Now, of course, scripture tells us that uh, we should a man should love his bride as Christ loved the church. Well, how did Christ love the church? Christ sacrificed his own life for the church. This And this is love. 
right? Love, there's, there's no limit on love in terms of sacrifice. It's not, well, uh, how much do I sacrifice? Well, everything as Christ did. This is the example. It's the highest good for another. Look, five, uh, Ephesians 5.25, for husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. And so clearly, this is the model of marital love. It is agape love, still unconditional, but unconditional love from a man to his bride and vice versa. And so uh, I want to also look at Ephesians 5, 25 to 33. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word so that he may present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish in the same way husbands should love their wives as their whole bodies he who loves his wife loves himself for no one ever hated his own flesh but nourishes and cherishes it just as christ does the church and this is what Christ expects a man to do with his wife, to nourish her, to nourish her spiritually, emotionally, um, yet physically. But as I said, love in the context of a marriage and sex is much broader than what it's reduced down to in our society just this physical act no much broader than that in fact the physical act is just the icing on the cake right i mean nobody i remember when i was a kid and they used to eat icing i mean it tasted nothing like cake no it just goes on top of the cake right icing is nothing without the cake it's just as the physical act of sex is nothing without the love. Okay, we have to understand that love is the greatest good. When someone, I, and a lot of people say, oh, I love you, brother. I, I, I love you. I, I, I love you. Without really knowing what that entails. And many people, if they knew how far that commitment of love goes, I guarantee you they would not use it. Love is a commitment all the way to that. No greater love than this for a man to lay down his life for his friends. Right? So this is love. When we hear about a brave military who, who soldiers who uh, throw down their life for their brothers in arms. This is love. This is a true sacrifice. What 
you, what that person is actually saying. I'm giving my life for yours. This is the greatest good. We all have these um, uh, these propensities for self-preservation. But when somebody deliberately destroys himself to, pro to protect another, puts himself in harm's way to protect someone else, that is love. That is the greatest good that anyone could do for anyone. And as Christ died on the cross for all mankind, this is the greatest good. And don't forget Christ died on the cross as a spotless, sinless, sinless Savior. So, Love in the context of a marriage is very, very broad, much broader than the physical act of sex.